Hello and welcome to the first of three Big Finish December podcasts. Hello, I'm Nick Briggs. Sitting next to me is... Paul Sprague, hello. And next to him... I'm David Richardson. And next to him, our special guest star, who's really, really special... Hi, I'm John Dorney. No. Uh, yeah, it's a bit of a letdown, really, isn't it? But even I was disappointed when I heard my name there. And also, You're not Tom Baker. <laughs> We, ha- we have another special guest star on the phone, and as you know, the, the, our phone uh, recordings are brilliant, uh, as in the last podcast with um, Tom Baker, and you have to guess who it is. Uh, hello! <laughs> well, that's brilliant! <laughs> so, will you, will you be doing more of that later? Brilliant. Okay, that's fantastic, uh, Bob. Um, we'll be coming back to you later for more insightful comments. Um, in this podcast, Wait, we're going to. You started putting in skits now. <laughs> in this one, I just made that up. What was that? Hold, hold on, let's ask Bob. What, what do you reckon? You kill me, Bob. Uh, anyway, yeah, someone yeah. should. It's way too late. I don't know who Bob is, but. Presumably he knows. Um, yes, we'll be talking about the Big Finish Christmas sale. What are some of the titles? In it? Oh, before before that, could I just say also we'll be um, announcing the competition winner for November and setting a new competition for December. Yeah, what's in the sale? Oh, loads of things, loads. There's uh, Dalek Empire. Oh, and it now has a download option, which it didn't have before. You can oh, just get, laugh. can actually just order the downloads on their own. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Judge Dredd's <laughs> Crime Chronicles. <laughs> Ooh. And uh, the remaining Judge Dredd CDs that are still available. How many of them are they're actually left of the, the 2008 AD CDs? Uh, well, there's, there's that's really hard to say for some reason. Who tells me? Hold on, let's ask Bob. Well, how do you say it, Bob? <laughs> Uh, this bloody Bob anyway, getting it right. Hit him. <laughs> just, yeah. just say the word. Just, just hit him anyway. <laughs> it's fine. So, let's say five minutes ago. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Robin Hood. Um, Robin Hood. Yes. Who's Hurd? Robin Hurd. He's the son of Douglas Hurd. Um, <laughs> oh, Douglas Hurd. Yeah, Douglas Hurd. You can actually get the whole series for ten pound on download. Yes. Good lord. Minus. Oh, I'm CD. Yeah. Sarah Jane Smith, both series. Oh, yeah. Now, just before we go on, there's um, uh, ages ago in one of our Big Finish magazines, uh, we interviewed uh, producer John Ainsworth and writer David Bishop and Elizabeth Sladen about the second series of Sarah Jane Smith, which is available in the sale. And I just thought you'd like to have a listen to this little interview segment. Bob, over to you. It started with Liz and I talking about what we liked and didn't like about the first series, what were its strengths. You know, the stories don't take exactly one after the other. There is a time gap between some of the stories, quite a big gap in some instances. And again, that was to sort of give it a sense that a bit more scope, I suppose. And and also they're set in very different environments, which um, I liked enormously. 
and I hope each one is a surprise. Mm. I hope the audience don't see it coming. David Bishop, who contributed a script to the first series, has written all four plays this time round. I do recall hearing about it and happening to be at a social event where Gary Russell was and saying, Gary, could I pitch for the Sarah Jane series? He said, no. I was like, okay, sorry. But uh, time passed and I was eventually invited to pitch for Sarah Jane. I think there was a three-year gap between the first series and this one, which is the second series. The reason being, I desperately have to be wanted, you see. So I let the first sort of rush subside, if you can call it rush, and the, oh gosh, you know, doing a Sarah Jane tape, what will it be like? I love the comments that I had back from people who'd bought it, and I wanted to see if down the line, even years later, people would still remember and want to hear more. Because it is a dicey thing when you put an assistant on her own without the doctor, you know, kind of will it work? We did it in K9, and you know, as everyone sort of knows on the circuit, I'm not so happy with that. So it was just that still people were asked, are you going to do any more? So I thought I would love to do some more if Big Finish are interested. And Jason Haig-Ellery had said, you know, when you're interested, let me know. And I, I did. And um, it's been an absolute joy doing this series too. We have collaborated on scripts with David Bishop. I have been allowed such an input on storyline, not because I'm good at it, but because I have in my head this character that I've kind of been living with for over 30 years. She doesn't go away because I answer letters on her every week. We were meant to do this in the August, but because of other commitments, and one of them being returning as Sarah Jane in the new series, John very kindly and Jason said, well, we can actually hold on to our schedule, and they've been so accommodating. We did have the intent to make it a little bit more of a serial in the sense there's more of a connection between the, the stories, which is one of the main reasons why we wanted one writer to write all four so it had a, a consistent feel and, and that writer could follow the storyline all the way through. So it's, And it's got a, a little bit of a hint of the Da Vinci Code about it, and which was quite deliberate. Yeah. Well, yes, because also we needed to see the progression, um, not just to have Josh and Nat as something that would stand still as well. We needed to show that they had other things and lives so that when we were together it was out of choice because as through I've always said that through the series friends are so important your best friend and that's why you do things because you care for people so it had to be shown that we had a real rapport and caring not just that circumstances brought us together and John had this idea to ask David Bishop to write them because of um, test of nerve had proved very popular you know, phone calls to Scotland and Bolton and London, and that's how we did it. Because yeah. I'm, I'm not on email, I'm very bad. But you're right about the characters. I, I was very keen that we should see the characters working together and, and also that even when things went wrong for them or there was disagreements, that they had such an underlying bond. I think it's self-contained from a character point of view in terms of what happens, you know, the significant things happen to the characters that it, that it involves the story from the character point of view more than actually... There's lots of plot threads left hanging and which you then find out more about in the next one. But you certainly get something individually from each one, don't you? Yeah, and we didn't cut off from the first series. I mean, you can't say, right, that's it, we're going to start again, a new slate. That's too easy. So we have actually taken bits from that that were not quite tied up or understood by the character and tried to further it as to a reason why it was there. But if you didn't hear the first series, it isn't no, essential. You'd still get But it's get nice it. if you have a bit of background because it makes it richer. 
Well, that was brilliant. I thought it was particularly brilliant to hear. I was listening to that the other day. Lovely to hear Liz Sladen being so um, enthusiastic. You found that CD down the back of the fridge, didn't you? <laughs> well, almost. <laughs> Very nearly. That reminds me I've got to get in someone to repair my fridge. Ah, uh, yeah. that, that's a really interesting point. Of I've got an entirely right. separate podcast. Yeah, exactly. The, well, it's funny enough, Bob's got a, a fridge, <laughs> fridge anecdote <laughs> he'd like to tell us. But, uh, OK, I'm just getting a message. No, we're, we're going to leave that, Bob. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, has Bob killed himself? <laughs> Tragically not. Bob's very upset. OK. He's going to be forced to commit commit <laughs> Harry Keary by the end of this podcast, isn't he? Bobby Keary. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't, we might. Yeah, hey, hey, ha. What else is it in Highlander your... Series 1. Yes. For £16 on CD, £15 a download. Um, how many? How many? That's four yeah. releases, is it? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Doctor Who the stage plays, get yourself prepped for uh, Beyond the Ultimate Adventure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iris Wild Time Series One and Series Two. I'm in Series Two. Are you? Yes, very briefly. I'm, I'm, I'm in Nax Roger the Naxian yeah. in the two irises. I very much enjoyed that. That was a, that, that, I, I did that slightly hungover post um, <laughs> recording. It's post going on my my uh, brother-in-law's uh, stag night. Oh, actually, I say that I was actually I wasn't hungover at all, but I kind of I'd gone on a, on a, on a, on a pub all the day before, been. and then just was very good and sort of managed to kind of wake up with no headache or no, no troubles at all. I prefer Bob's stories to yours. Yeah, they're <laughs> mine, mine go absolutely nowhere. They're, 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 they're not so much, they're not anecdotes, they're just things that happen. They, they don't it's have like having life. Alex Mallinson here. It's just so, so, yes, and I walked down the street and I had... <laughs> Ate a sandwich. <laughs> if you could, Alex does the thing where he seems to be just getting to the point, and then yeah. he goes, oh, "I've got nothing." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. You know, and you think, "No, you were going to say something brilliant," but no. Um, is that Cyberman one and two? There's also a joke in there about Roger the Naxian, I felt. But anyway, let's move yeah, on. Let's, let's, <laughs> that was that was. Oh, oh right, okay, yeah. That's like very bad advice, so, yeah. doesn't let's, it? Let's just not do that. Yeah, yeah. Not Paul Darrow's autobiography. Are you desperately trying to get back to the point? (laughs) Possibly. I should read that actually. I very much enjoy working with Paul Darrow, I have to say. On Blake 7. I don't have to say, I am enjoying working with Paul Darrow. You've not been forced to say it. No, he's a lovely man. Really nice. Uh, Bob's worked with him as well. I'm sorry. (laughs) Nick, Nick, Bob doesn't exist. No. 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 Yes, I was going to say, only off chance that maybe it would make some kind of sense in this particular context, that we're offering Paul Darrow's autobiography, which I can't say, alongside uh, his reading of Rebecca's World as well. Have you corrected the strangeness on the site where it it said something very weird about Rebecca's World, which sounded like, what did it say? I think originally it just said, and Rebecca's World. Uh, as it, part of the uh, product description, and now it doesn't. It tells you actual information about Rebecca's world because I fixed it. Which is by Terry Nation. Mm. I remember that. yes, that's the, a wonderful. And if you buy them in the sale and bring them along to Big Finish Day Two, Paul Darrow is there. He Big Finish Day Two is on the eleventh of February, isn't it? It is. Yeah, mm. and it's quite a stunning guest list, I have to say. I, I think with yeah. you know, the idea of Tom Baker, Katie Manning, and Paul Darrow in the same building yeah. at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Who's best? There's only one way to find out. So <laughs> I might even go. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll be available. Yes, I think you might need earmuffs for that. Though, so they're all quite big personalities. Yes. Anything else you want to tell us? Billy Summerfield, series one to seven, now now reduced. Uh, Doctor Who Unbound. 
That's really good. I really love Unbound. £25 for all of them on download, £30 for all of them on CD. Oh, yeah, there's loads of them, aren't there? Yeah. Eight, eight stories. Eight stories. Gallifrey, the first three series of Gallifrey. Um, you can get all of those for only fifty pounds. I'm, I'm in that as well. I have no anecdotes though. So. <laughs> like like that stopped me before. So. Hey. <laughs> Excellus, I Davros, the Adventures of Luther Arkwright. There you go. Talk a bit about the Adventures of Luther Arkwright. Well, it stars been, um, been hiding in the background of our website for quite some time. Though. Stars Paul Darrow, David Tennant, and Siri O'Neill. David, oh, David Tennant. <laughs> yes. Uh, playing the leading character, I think, isn't he? He's yes. a rock right in it. So. Yeah. And there's also a character called Rose in it. What? <laughs> Listen, apropos of nothing, um, ages ago I, on podcasts and wherever, I've spoken about how when we started doing the Eighth Doctor and Lucy adventures, uh, the recording schedule got tighter and tighter um, due to the recordings taking place much later than we'd anticipated. Mm. And so... In order to save some time in post-production, I asked um, Gareth Jenkins and Andy Hardwick to start work on the post-production before we'd gone into the studio. They thought I was mad. I said, no, no, you record the dialogue yourselves and then just put all the sound design on it. And when you get the real actor's dialogue, just you know you can just adjust it but you'll have done a lot of the work in advance so they actually did horror glam rock like this so here now is a clip of <laughs> gareth jenkins no. playing oh. all the parts in horror of glam rock no. hard shoulder good job the roads aren't that busy Yes, you'd be mad to be out in this. I've never seen snow like it. Now I have. Can we go? Look there. A cafe? Proper old-style motorway services. Oh, you're going to love this, Lucy. Old-style? Doctor? What year is this? It's 1974. Bet they'll have those ketchup things in the shape of tomatoes. Before I was born. Oh, it looked a bit rubbish on the telly. Tacky. Why 1974? I was trying for your time. This is as close as I could get. Have you told them you were doing that? <laughs> no, I didn't tell them I was doing that, but they sent me the CD and they can't stop me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this so podcast is basically a... a collection of things you <laughs> found down the back of the fridge, isn't it? <laughs> it's really. <laughs> I also found uh, my friend Bob down there. He's not actually on the phone. That is actually the sound of him. <laughs> David's given up and is oh, looking no, at a script. Oh, no, there's an interesting piece of paper here. There's the... Doctor Who Unit Dominion Day One Schedule Monday oh. the twelfth of December <clears throat> Scene eight Exterior Dominion Rain Seventh Doctor We're recording that at ten thirty. <laughs> I'm so quite terrified about what you're going to reveal. And to hear it says no, I couldn't no. <laughs> That's more yeah, than my is, job is worth. This is still more exciting than any of Bob's anecdotes. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, Dark Shadows, uh, Series 1, that's also in the sale. Angelique's Descent, that's also in the sale. Um, and uh, Unit is also in the sale. And finally, uh, Phantom of the Opera, which is the first time oh. it's been in the sale. Is it really? How much is Phantom of the Opera? Eight, Eight quid. Pounds. 
Eight yeah. quid. Nice. Lots lots of people have been picking that up, actually. They've been quite excited that that's Well, as has been sale. commented on on the forums, on the Big Finish forums, it is the best adaptation of Phantom of the Opera you'll ever really want, hear. I really want to hear it, because I've, I've got well, it. Give us eight quid, Eight quid, you can have it. I've got it. I haven't yeah. listened to it yet. That's oh, the right. thing. I'm so, so, I'm so far behind on so many things. Um, you, haven't, you haven't mentioned um, Sapphire and Steel being in the sale. Yeah. And Sapphire and Steel. Yeah, because that, that's... It's because it was on the last page. I just got to that. Ah, gotcha. Again, that's because I'm vaguely involved in that, but again, nothing. You wrote one of the stories. I wrote one of the stories, yeah. That's how you ended up doing all the Doctor Who. Indeed, it was my first first big finish script, Remember Me, which I'm still very, very fond of. I've got to listen to it again. I haven't listened to it for ages. That was a very good title, really, wasn't it? Remember Me. And we did remember you and gave you some more work. It's, uh, (laughs) yes, it it was subliminal. That was the intention. (laughs) (laughs) In a moment, we'll give you the competition result for November, but first, let's have an email from a listener. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> let's have a look. Liam Grant says, now that Elizabeth Slayton's final Sarah Jane stories have aired on CBBC, I was wondering if you would ever complete her series in a Companion Chronicle-style audio series. I think it will be a nice thing to do to remember her, though I know licensing will be a problem. Well, as, as in complete her audio series, do you think? Because they kind of had a cliffhanger ending, didn't it? The series two is the Sarah Jane Smith rather than Sarah Jane Adventures the big finish one yeah yeah, yeah. kind of had a I don't space see how would light. we do that but it, I don't know it's a strange request Sadie Miller I don't know I don't know okay, she, I was, know she was the guest she was she was a regular guest in it wasn't she <clears> hmm <throat> hmm I don't hmm I don't know I don't know what to it's do hard for that. people isn't it there's also the thing it's still quite soon and, mm. uh, yes it's well maybe something to revisit what do you think, Bob? Bob? He's gone. Okay. <laughs> right, next email. Uh, just listened to the most recent podcast, said Alice. I kind of like the informal style of this one, but Paul, you haven't seen the first four Doctors by Repeats VHS or DVDs. You said you can't remember Tom as you were so young, so I had to ask. I vote yes as well for the cruise of Davros. Hey! <laughs> I do want. I still want us to make the cruise. Of I'm Davros. just now visualising, you know, Davros in a slightly in a cut-off top and uh, with, with his. Oh, I'm, I'm just sorry to hear marching that. Marching around on, on, on the on a deck with a playing the piano with one hand. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I just wanted to clear this up. I didn't mean I'd never seen Tom Baker. I meant that I could barely remember the original transmissions of Tom Baker. I uh, have seen. I have seen an endless number of, of VHS. Well, not videos. an endless number. There aren't that many. Well, no, all right. I have seen a lot of VHS videos and a lot of DVDs, and I have seen all of the Doctors at one point or another, yes. All right, OK. <laughs> Show off. Yeah. Crikey. Yeah. Just answering emails here. Yeah, <laughs> Does that answer the question? Yeah, I think, I think so, yeah. yeah. Do, I, I think you should read out this one. OK, dear Mr Sprague, Nick still can't get my surname right, can he? It's Kalanikos. It's Kalanikos. Please tell him that in the next Big Finish podcast. Thanks from Ben Kalanikos. <laughs> John Fashionu. John Fashionu. For fans of the day today. Indeed. Well, thanks, Ben. Um, he sent in about 15 emails. Should we just quickly run through yeah, all of them? what's the next one say? Um, your last podcast was a little bit of a quiet one, and was that Tom Baker as the special guest? Let's hope <laughs> your new one is better. Back to my question. Is there any chance the Sea Devils, the Silurians, or the Zygons will make a return? We can't possibly comment. Yes. Cold, isn't it? <laughs> P.S. I'm eating ready-salted crisps. 
Ah. Um, what do you mean the last one? Was that Tom Baker? We, we said, <laughs> here's Tom, hello, Tom, Tom Baker. What's the matter? Can't people, I think people got volume controls on I, their I, computers. You do do a very good Tom if you want, though. Exactly. <laughs> it could always have been you. It, it really was Tom it, Baker. No, it was, yeah. Uh, he also says, please, please have another writer's opportunity. I'm dying to write here. I have a good Eighth Doctor story ready. Uh, and I ready, go! He says, uh, I think Nick Bruce regenerating into John Dorney is a very good idea. Please film it and put it next to the podcast. People can download it and you can send it to YouTube. But so unfortunately, we're, so we're in the same room side by this, side. Is, this is, you know, it's, it's, um, it's against the Blinovich limitation effect, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Or I can't even remember precisely how that works. Yeah, no, that was, yes, that's who nothing is to Thomas do with No, it isn't, is it? So. Yeah. Who is Thomas Brewster? Does someone want to take that? Hmm? Um, Thomas Brewster, who is he? Do you mean who the character is, or, or who, who played him? Who isn't Thomas Brewster? That's <laughs> what I think we should say. He's an everyman figure. John Picard anyway. played. Uh, yeah, he's, he's a companion. Sorry, the, cap, the captain Cap-Jean, of the starship Jean Luc Picard was <laughs> Thomas Brewster. Oh, I am Thomas Brewster. Ah, what are you doing away from Deep Space Nine? That's my that's my one what sentence. <laughs> Make it so. Make okay. it yes. That, that's when he was having problems with his Singer sewing machine. <laughs> what? Make it so. Oh, Make I it see. so. Yes. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, we've almost answered that. He was a companion. He's a companion who's alongside the Fifth Doctor and the Sixth Doctor. Yes. And who knows? May at some stage return. Maybe. Possibly. Well, who we do knows? like Maybe. him. What's, anything you else from Ben? That's, that was all from Ben. That, that was that was all from Ben for now. I'm sure he'll send Sorry, another ben. stack of things from in. From Ben Colon Icos. Yes. <laughs> um, Thomas O'Hearn says, I've been wondering about this for some time. If you were to take all the money Big Finish has made over the years, would, <laughs> what <laughs> money's that then? Would you have it's enough? It's already been spent. Would you have enough to make an episode of Doctor Who on a BBC Wales budget? So the answer there is no. Apparently. Uh, no. <laughs> no. So, yeah, there you go. <clears throat> Um, how about an occasional picture with the RSS email notification of the new podcast, says uh, Ken in Florida. See, I fixed that with the last one. I read that email, and so I deliberately put in a picture of mine and Tom Spilsbury's handwriting so they could compare. All oh, right. Is this oh. like uh, a picture? What's the difference between a picture we put with a news story and a picture we put with on the RSS feed? I don't know. Possibly nothing. No. I Possibly don't get that. Because we often just put the podcast logo in. I, I'm not even sure what an RSS feed is, to be honest. It's really simple something. You see, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just distracted by the use of the word feed. I think it's like a cue for lunch. I've <laughs> uh, already given you a sandwich. That'll yeah, have no, to no, do no, no, that was, that was with grey ham. With grey ham. It's quite, yeah. Very ungrateful. <laughs> and it came from you. Nissa as well. I know. Yeah. Well, thanks to Nissa. So. Our whole planet's been destroyed and she still makes a sandwich. <laughs> and she set up a new supermarket nearby. It's good of her, isn't it? Yeah, very good. Um, yes, yeah, so he, he would like a picture of maybe the refrigerator or the kettle on full, full boil or a garbage truck that we can often hear in the background, he says. Ah. He also says that on another subject, since the English language originated in your fair land and the fact that you're professional wordsmiths, yes. I have a usage question concerning oh, the use of oriented versus orientated. Do they have different definitions in the UK than they have in the US? No, it's um, you can use either, either. There you go. What we can do if you want, you can read out one of the questions. We can all nip off, do some. I can write an episode, and come back, and then you'll finish. I shall, it up I shall scare time. Nick by reading out another piece of the Dominion. Show. Oh, no! Oh, he's trying to find a bit that doesn't give anything away. <laughs> That's very hard. Yeah. Scene ninety-eight, interior Tolian Palace. What? Can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> 
shouldn't um, have Dave, left that out, should I? David Goodrum says, have you ever thought of doing a Doctor Who story live, or as live as you can get, record the story with no stopping, breaks with music and sound effects added, at the time, like old radio plays? Anyhow, just a thought. Yes. We have thought about that. We, we even thought once about streaming a live, a live performance of a, a Doctor Who play. Um, but I did record Cyberman, the first series. I recorded the first episode of that live in one go and, and fed in all the music and sound effects at the same time. And uh, we had an audience in the green room listening to it. But it Given was madness. All our productions are approved. We can't yeah, we really can't really do that. No. We can't. We certainly couldn't stream it no. live. No, anymore. No. no. But once upon a time, I did something like that just for a laugh. It nearly killed me. Have <laughs> <laughs> you did some poems like that? This series. Oh, well, the, you, you started off trying to record it like that, didn't you? Yes. We well, no. Actually, what we did to start with was to rehearse it in the morning and then record it in the afternoon. But then we realised we recorded the rehearsal in the morning anyway going all the way through with people going in and out of the studio to get their scenes in the right order and all that kind of stuff. But we found that we were kind of giving our all in the rehearsal and by the time we got to the performance we were a bit knackered. Hmm. So uh, we, we just did it going through once yeah. uh, with, with pickups as we went along. But yeah, we sort of did it in order. It's quite... Um, labour-intensive though. Well, yeah, and, and certainly very much so for Richard Earle, I think you remember. Yes, who plays Dr Watson, yeah, who's yeah. narrating a lot of the time. So, yeah. That sounds like a key for a clip. Well, Watson, you know my methods. What do you make of it? Hmm. I think Dr Mortimer is a successful elderly medical man. The thick iron for all is worn down, so it is evident that he has done a great amount of walking with it. This... Friends of the CCH, I should guess to be the something-something Hunt, to whose members he has possibly given some surgical assistance. Really, Watson, you excel yourself. It may be that you are not yourself luminous, but you are a conductor of light. Some people without possessing genius have a remarkable power of stimulating it. I confess, my dear fellow, that I'm very much in your debt. He had never said as much before, and I must admit that his words gave me keen pleasure, for I had often been piqued by his indifference to my admiration. He now took the stick from my hands and examined it in the light from the window. Interesting, though, elementary. I would suggest that a presentation to a doctor is more likely to come from a hospital than from a hunt, and that the initials CC therefore stand for Charing Cross. Such a presentation would be made when Dr Mortimer withdrew from the service of the hospital in order to start in practice for himself in the country. Uh, no one on staff would drift into the country, so he could only have been a house surgeon or physician, little more than a senior student. So your grave middle-aged family practitioner vanishes into thin air, my dear Watson, and there emerges a young fellow under 30, amiable, unambitious, absent-minded, and the possessor of a favourite dog which has been in the habit of carrying this stick behind his master. And yes, by Jove, it is a curly-haired spaniel. My dear fellow, how can you possibly be so sure of that? For the very simple reason that I see from this window the dog himself on our doorstep. And there is the ring of its owner. Well, that was a good clip, wasn't it? I wonder what it was. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out when we listen to the podcast. Is it time to do the competition result? Yes, why not? Cue that funky music. Well, 
it's not all that funky, but never mind. Uh, yes, so in the is last... That, is that the Star Trek fight music? Exactly. It's a bit like the Star Trek fight yeah. music, anyway. Um, it's a bit of random stock music, frankly. Um, My the, shirt's ripped. The, <laughs> the question was... What are you doing, David? I'm looking at the Dominion uh, schedule oh, and <laughs> seeing what else I can make you terrified <laughs> He's by. just sort of craning <laughs> his neck over the... It's making me nervous. Um, so the question last time was... Oh, I don't know. I didn't write that down. Oh, <laughs> it was what What were the other two stories yeah. that Pamela Salem was in before Remembrance of the Daleks? I know. I yeah. know everything about Pamela Salem. Okay. Was it The Face of Evil? Who am I? And Robots of Death. Traces of <laughs> It was, yes. That was the answer. Mm-hmm. Certainly was. It was an extremely popular competition. Um, who Loads. is the randomly selected winner? It was David Ross. David Ross. And on his email, he said, um, "I've entered on I never win." Oh, you see, that seems to be the kit. Honestly, it was oh. randomly selected, but everyone yeah, John wins. Dorney was really randomly picking them as well. Yeah, so. that's true. Yes. Uh, did he say anything else? Exactly he didn't tell us his order. address, did he? No, he didn't. So uh, if, if he does want the actual prizes, then uh, he'll have to drop us a note and let us know. Where as, he as you said, it is. does say .com.au, which suggests yes. it's Australia. Yes. yes. It so, that so if you're a Dave Ross, because it, it's a potentially common name. Yes. I was wondering, his name's Dave Ross. It's Davros. It's Davros. Davros. <laughs> it's the curse of Dave Ross. <laughs> the, the cruise of Dave Ross. Yeah. He can come here on a cruise, pick them up himself. That's what he's got to do. Yeah. If he is planning a trip to the UK anytime in the near future, actually, if you could let if you could let me know so that I don't post a load of things out to Australia that he then brings back. We've we've had this problem before. Mm-hmm. Yes. Where we've so sent things out to Japan there, and then people have come back. Are you <laughs> staying in Australia? Please stay there. Um, you won't get these before Christmas, I reckon. It's unlikely. Sorry about that. It's it's the November releases, basically, isn't it? Yes. Whatever they were. Well, there was um, Witch from the Well. Oh, yeah. Hexagora. The First Wave. Shane Rimmer's autobiography. All waving. All manner of things. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> um, we're going to set a new competition. This prize is really nice and I want it. Yeah, it's a great prize. Well, you can have it. The prize is, David, lean into the microphone and tell the lovely listeners. The prize is the first three Jago and Lightfoot box sets signed by Christopher Benjamin, Trevor Baxter, and Series 3 is also signed by Louise Jameson. That is lovely. That is Mm. is, a stonky. It's a bit special. Proper boss, that is... What does that mean? I have no idea. Um, And that's... The winner of this competition will win that prize, but there will be five runners-up who can choose a release, as we did last time, and it can be any Big Finish release, as long as we got it in stock. It's not a box set. Not a box set. Yes, let's... That's fair enough. Yeah, yeah, that's a good good point, John. Yeah, I was going to... <laughs> so, well, technically, <laughs> before we bankrupt ourselves, yes, yeah. good, good call there. Try my best. So but it could be a subscriber special if you like, anything like that. All right, then. and the question is Name the two Doctor Who stories that featured actor Christopher Benjamin when he's not playing. Henry Gordon Jago. I know. Henry Gordon Jago. Oh, well, what? What's Please, the answer? Please, Katie, remember. Oh, Mum's the word. Absolutely. 
Brilliant. So there you, there you have it. Benjamin Jingle voice. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I think Bob's back. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so uh, what are the rules of the competition, Bob? I think that's all perfectly clear. Yeah, yeah. Has anyone got a gun? <laughs> <laughs> if I had, I would have used it on myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's uh, uh, please send your entries to podcast.bigfinish.com and include your name and address. Yeah, that'd be good. Why not send yeah. your address? <laughs> your address. And Ooh, the closing date for this sprang. competition <laughs> is the 10th of January. Blimey, that's ages away. I know, ages. but there'll be Christmas in the way. And we won't, well, we're not going away for long, but uh, yeah, I don't think there'll be a podcast until then. No. So let's say that. Let's let's not have a podcast during Christmas week. It'll make it look like we've come in specially on Christmas Day just to do a podcast. (laughs) Right. Well, um, I I don't think there's anything else to say except remember the big finish Christmas sale. Um, And Bob is still behind the fridge, so we'll leave him there. All right, Bob? Okay. Um, <laughs> so it's goodbye from me and a bunch of other people. Bye. 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 Why did we allow that to happen? <laughs> <laughs>